Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome leaders to the Life Group Leader Podcast. What an incredible time of year. We are officially uh, through all things fall. It may not feel like it with the weather outside, but here we are. Kids are back in school. We've got a brand new sermon series called Losing It. We are so excited for the series as we look at um, just the great biblical response to the emotion of anger. How do we think about anger well? And then how do we navigate the emotion of anger well? What is what does it mean to have righteous and unrighteous anger? And how do we reconcile a God uh, who displays qualities of anger? And we read that all in scriptures. This is going to be a great, great series. And mm-hmm. before we jump into week one here, um, if you have not listened already to the um, uh, the sermon series overview that we did with, uh, with our senior pastor, Eric Geyer, go ahead, go back and listen to that one. I'll give you a second. Hit the pause button now. Great. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, all seriousness. If you haven't listened to it, uh, please do that. And then we're going to be here as we are every week on Friday, uh, releasing these episodes throughout uh, throughout this sermon series. All right. I've got Esther Chung with us. Esther, hey. what's happening? Just a lot of things. Women's event and yeah, fall and on. a new series, which we're so excited about. Yeah, at the time of recording this, we are about just a week away from yeah. the last women's women's yep, event. Yeah. Amazing, right? I've got at Santa Ana, stuff. Oceanside, yeah. Irvine. It's it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. We're so thankful. That's great. Yeah. And it's going to be a great fall season. Mm-hmm. Lots of women uh, jumping into rooted. Yeah, and of course we've got this new course that uh, Kate Geiger is leading. Oh my. How to study the Bible. So much for buzz life. and excitement yeah, and totally. hunger around it. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say for folks that are maybe listening to this that haven't heard about that course? What to yeah. expect and encouragement? Well, that? first and foremost, the fact that, you know, Kay, our senior pastor's wife, yeah. is an, a leader and sort of the mom of the house leading it. Mm. It's, it's just so special when when it comes from somebody who really loves our people and loves our women. And then the, the course itself, you know, how to study the Bible. I'm so grateful that I think it's going to be perfect for people that are just learning to read the Bible to people that have been, see, like, you know, in God's word for years, yeah, but yet right. need that refresher, the sharpening of the double-edged sword kind of um, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. So it starts on uh, Wednesday night, September 20th. Mm-hmm. We are in the worship center. With we this are. Course. It's going to be amazing. So we've got, yeah. we've got room for you. It's going to be great. Yeah. Can't wait to see uh, the outcomes of that course as well. All right. Well, shall we jump into this yeah. week, week one, mm-hmm. a loving and holy anger? Wow. I mean, just right off the bat, like the title <laughs> is like, hey, is that an oxymoron? Yeah. Like, could there be such thing as a loving and a, and a holy anger? And so we're going to yeah. lead through that discussion here today through the passage as well. Yeah. But first, before we get there, we got a, a lean in, mm-hmm. which is getting us to begin to think about the topic, right? So yeah. what are some of your pet peeves? Oh, and for gosh. some of your group... This might be the airing of the grievances. I've got a whole list, and you do this, and you do this. Oh, no. So, don't weaponize this yeah, question. Yeah, that's right. But it is, but it is a fun right. question. Anything for you, Esther? Nothing annoys you ever. I've oh, never seen, no, seen that side I of you. Oh, no, I do, JD. <laughs> Honestly, i got to confess, like, I'm, I'm really bad with, like, road rage. Yeah. And like bad parking. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's because like um, I have a kiddo with me and right. like when you when I have to open the door, but it's like 
so squished and I have to get her out too. Right. I'm like, Lord bless this person's packing totally. skills. Yeah. And do you internalize that frustration or do you oh demonstrate that frustration? I don't. That's a, that's great. Uh, that's exposing. I get really actually. I get super tempted to want to write something on a post-it. Yeah. I never oh do it. My gosh. I never do it. But I but I I get I get really tempted to write something like passive aggressive yeah. like. It was hard getting out of my car or totally. something like that. Thanks for ruining my day. Yeah, Learn yeah. how to drive. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's but funny. No? I mean, yeah, it's funny. Just a couple of days ago, actually, <laughs> I was picking up um, coffee for for, um, for the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there was somebody in a full-on parking lot yeah. over by South Coast Plaza that took two spots and, like, diagonal. No. And... And I couldn't find anywhere to park. I was oh. kind of in a hurry and stuff. I was like, oh, I don't want to scare the person, you know. But I walked up kind of calmly. And I was yeah. like, hey, um, I don't know if you're taking up two spots. Hey. Is it possible? Oh, great. And she was taking a nap. I don't know what was going oh, on. Oh, okay. I don't know what was going on. There okay. Was, but she moved. Anyway. Yeah, that's um, great. So, yeah, that's one for me. And yeah. Then, like, uh, I don't want to say too much, right? Because people are going to think I'm a curmudgeon. But I have, yeah, I have a good list. We all have, yeah. Like, like chewing is a thing. Ah, uh, yes. You know, like I'm <gasps> the guy at the movies, like I will move seats. Oh. You know, I know that's bad, Yes. Right? That's no. Bad. It's like, okay that. Love popcorn and ice chewing and. Oh. You know, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm in process. I'll, of I'll, I'll be um, I'll be sure to make be extra careful when I'm eating around you, or yeah. if somebody from our team. That'd be great. I got your back for you your could, conscience sake. You could be the yeah. armor bearer yeah. in that situation. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, but hey, have a fun conversation there, and it just yeah. goes to show, right? There, there are things that annoyances um, that really, if left unchecked, could be a problem, right? And yeah. we can express those in different ways. That's Why it's an interesting cut to that question? Do you internalize that? Do you demonstrate it? Yeah. What, what does that look like? And these are little little pet peeves that we all have, uh, but often these things can be triggers towards yes. towards anger and how, yeah. we, and how we lash out. So it's a good conversation as we start thinking about uh, the emotion of anger. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'm going to read our passage, um, and then a couple of look-down questions for you with this passage. It just says, what do you learn about righteousness from the passage? What's the connection between righteousness and faith in Jesus? Mm. And then what character traits about God did the cross of Jesus reveal? What is the relationship to God's anger towards sin? And good questions. I think that third question is really one that you might want to hone, hone in on. Yeah. Um, what do you learn about uh, the cross of Jesus and the relationship towards God, anger, and sin? So I'll read it, and I'll ask Esther to interact with a few observations. It says this. This is from Romans 3, 21 through uh, 26. Uh, but now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ, to all who believe, since there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God presented him as the mercy seat by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be just and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. Mm. It's a, a really, really rich passage. Yeah. And I think Eric in the message um, alluded to something to the point of, man, theologians have said, if, if you understand 
these five verses in Romans, mm. you actually can understand the whole arc of the whole Bible. Wow. That wow. all of theology is here. We're listening wow. to these five verses. That's true. Um, for a lot of in Romans, Romans 8, I think about Romans 8, but there's a lot of richness here. Yes. Um, so just what do you um, notice here as you read this passage? What do you learn about the relationship between our sin, anger, the cross of Jesus? What stands yeah. out to you? I think what I'm relieved about is that anger isn't demonic. Mm-hmm. Anger isn't evil, but the expression and the demonstration of it, um, it, it reveals, you know, the origin or the the motivation behind it. And even how God, you know, his wrath and his anger is actually rooted in his justice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, a righteous, yeah, a righteousness that was violated. And so God wanted to make that right through his son. And so I think that this is a sobering view of anger. Maybe, I'm sure there are people who have all different types of views of anger from their parents. They've seen different ways expressed, but yeah, looking at how God expressed his anger, how he withheld his anger, how he restrained himself and um, is such a sobering and and a clear picture of the definition of yeah, right. anger. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and I love the... Um the inclusiveness within the passage too, right? Like it's it's reminding us sharply. Yeah. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Other places it talks about that all were enemies of God, mm-hmm. subject to his wrath. You know, yeah. that we all went our Oof. own way. We all chose our own way. But that there's also been a way that's been provided for all. Yeah. So it's not like we should be glad that and Eric talks about this in the passage, that God demonstrates anger. Mm. That his anger is righteous, and yeah. his anger actually more, as you just mentioned, more deeply demonstrates his love and his redemption. That he's angry at sin because yeah. of the effects that sin has on us and our broken world. Yeah. But it's not like sometimes my anger, where I'm really upset about this situation, but I can't actually change it. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I'm just gonna walk away from the situation. Like his anger is. Is involvement and mm-hmm. it's sacrifice, and he provides a way mm-hmm. way out for it. But he's angry angry at the the results of sin in our broken world. Yeah. But then he steps in through Christ, through the mercy wow. seat, by his blood, through faith. That for all that there's a way to be justified by having faith faith in Jesus. Yeah. So there's a lot there's a lot there um, in, this, yeah. in this beautiful passage, and it's a really foundational one as we look at the the entire of the series that coming in. Yeah. Um, great. Well, let's um, move down to the lookout section mm-hmm. and to look in. Um, I like this look at lookout question. Where do you see people associate Christianity with law keeping? Mm. Where have you seen it? Where does it lead people to believe about God? I think what the question is getting to is um, the pastor talks about for all have sinned and, fall, and fallen short, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we might think, well, that's not me. You know, if I can just keep the law, I'm a good person. I don't want to believe in an angry God. Surely he's not angry at me because I, I check all the boxes. I do, mm-hmm. I do all the, I do all the things. And what does that sort of thinking, what does that lead to? Where, where have you seen that in people? Sort of that moralistic law keeping. I'm good by yeah. my own standards, so I'm good, right? You can't be talking about me. Yeah. Um, where, where have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, I think the leader note after the question and the look down, what do you learn about righteousness from this passage? Mm-hmm. Like the leader note talks about how, in Judaism, um, people would find their righteousness through their obedience to the law. Right. And I think any any confidence in our own righteous deeds, you know, actually the scripture talks, I think in Isaiah says they're like filthy rags before right. the Lord. And so I think it can create 
a sense of pride if you're good at keeping it. And then if you don't, you feel a ton of shame. Right. You know? And so I think that, you know, as believers, because we, you know, our expression of, you know, worshiping Jesus is kind of constructed in our own culture. Right. Um, I think we can get overly committed to tradition, which is what happened with the Pharisees. Like That's they right. had the law, but they worshiped the law, but Jesus came to fulfill it, Come on, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I see this in me all the time. And right. then I have to even ask myself, like, where do I think that God's angry at me? Then mm-hmm. I think that what I'm assuming in my, in my actions and my belief is, that God didn't pour all of it on Jesus. That's and there's really a little good. bit more to pour out on me. Oh, come on. It's you true. know, so good. and and then you walk in shame and then that leads to more sin yeah. and more feeling paralyzed. But if you recognize that all of God's anger was poured out on Jesus, right. there's none left for me. Mm. That stirs us back into a place of worship. That's it. Um, because we put our trust in Jesus, you Come know? On. So maybe even a question that you can ask with your life group is like, where have you felt like God was angry at you? Yeah. Where have you felt like God was withholding something from you because he was mad at you yeah. because you didn't live up to his expectations, right. you know? Really yeah. good. That's yeah. great. Come on. And that's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Esther, that's so great that God's anger has been fully absorbed in, in Christ. Mm-hmm. And to take it on, redirect it towards ourself mm-hmm. is in a sense like trying to crucify Jesus all over again. 100%. It's already been finished and already been accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said. That doesn't lead us to, to passivity or like, a, oh, I'll just keep on sinning all the more, you know, because mm-hmm. grace abounds all the more, but it leads us to worship. I oh, love totally. that so much. And what is worship, right? Worship is the sacrificial living of our entire selves. Wow. It's not the, just the songs we sing on Sunday. That's right. It's the sacrificial living of our entire lives in mm-hmm. response to what Jesus has already done. So yeah. really good. So we're kind of tied in already even to the look to the look in, which mm-hmm. is great. How does understanding that God's anger has been satisfied in the work of Jesus both comfort and challenge yeah. you? And then where have you allowed law keeping to affect you know, your view of God? That's great. And how does That's it affect your relationship with others? Yeah, really good questions there. Yeah. And you've already interacted with that um, a, a little bit. Anything mm-hmm. more you want to say on that on that look-in section? Yeah, I mean, I think something that as a life group you can talk about is like, hey, what are some traditions that have like church traditions or home traditions that have maybe even skewed the gospel mm-hmm. expression in your life and your relationship with Jesus? Yeah. And then also as a life group leader, being mindful of, hey, how can we have a sober-minded, honest discussion without it becoming pointing fingers at naming my old church and all of that, yeah, you know? Sure. And so, um, but I think sometimes naming it can even help you be freed from it. Yeah, yeah. And I love that the the rhythms that are reminded here are repentance and yeah, worship. Really so good. just being like, okay, this is what I was exposed to. This is what was encouraged. Yeah. But, and also there's a part of it that I inherited that I openly received. So I repent of it and I want to step into a more accurate worship, which is a complete trust in That's Jesus. You awesome. Know? And then, yeah, leading your group to talk about the impact on, on, on you and where do you struggle with this still? Where, yeah. you, where are you challenged by it yeah. still? Um, really healthy. And as like in the present that, tense. Totally. Yeah, right. so good. Yeah, I mean, look in, is, is this is it. Is where you actively challenged by yeah. this? Yeah. And what would it look like for you to receive and understand and walk more fully in God's grace? Like you want to, the look in is both like a challenge, mm-hmm. but it's also a bit of a, a hope, a hopeful challenge. Yes. Yeah, this is the struggle for me right now. Yeah. Like I'm law keeping. Like, yeah. You know, I know grace is out there, but I don't need God's charity because I can do all the stuff. Mm. Okay. That's tireless. Like, mm. that, that, you don't want to live that way. Mm-hmm. What would it look like to not live that way? Yeah. Man, I'd be so much more free 
I'd be more free to serve and love others. Wow. I'd be more holistically integrated yeah. in my followership of Jesus and yeah. my relationships would look different. So that look in is great. Good questions here. It's both like, man, where am I challenged? But also what would it look like to, to live this out more fully? Oh, really so good. good. Astro, this is great. Really great insights. Thanks so much for mm-hmm. joining us this week on of it. Of course. And um, you're doing great things. Women's mm-hmm. ministry, great stuff is happening. Thank you. Um, as we mentioned, that K course on on 920, uh, how to study the Bible skills for life. And then we've got deep dive that starts that same night for everybody as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep dive theology and mission of God with um, Eric Geiger teaching that one live and Ed Stetzer. So great things happening, happening this fall. We couldn't do it yeah. without you guys. Amazing, amazing life. So computers. true. All right. Anything else to add as we wrap it up? No. All right. Yeah. So thankful for you guys. All right, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. We'll see you back here next week.